In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, let's ask the Lord to open our own hearts and our own minds and our own ears to hear his call. It's obvious that the readings today are precisely about God calling us, calling us to a particular vocation in life, to service of his name and to service of one another. Whatever that vocation may be, there may be some young men here who are called to the priesthood. Maybe God is reaching out and calling you and wants you to hear his voice. There may be some young ladies who recall to religious life that God is calling you to answer his desire to love him, to love you, to put him as your spouse for all your life. Maybe there are some young people here who are being called to married life, the vocation of marriage, which is the nucleus of society. Without marriage, there's no family. Without the family, there's no society. And so it's a vocation, not just a, a mere choice that we make. It's a calling. Maybe some are called to a singular life, not to be married, not to be religious, not to be priests, not to be nuns, but to just be dedicated to serving God and serving others. Oftentimes, the vocation to the singular life is one that is overlooked, as if, if I don't get married, then I'm, I miss the train, or if I don't do this, then I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. No, there's also a vocation to stay single and, and to live for God and for others. Maybe I've already been married, and now I am no, a widow or a widower. And that's where God has, is calling me now to serve him and to serve others. Whatever it might be, young and old, no matter where you are in your life right now, you are called by God. Just like Samuel in the first reading, the Lord called to him, Samuel, Samuel. He can, you can put your name there because he's calling you just as much today as he called Samuel then. And Samuel didn't know the Lord, so Eli was there to help him to find him. To discover, like, ah, it must be the Lord that's calling him. Next time, just say, here I am, Lord. Speak, your servant is listening. Oftentimes, part of our vocation might be like that of Eli. To help others to hear the voice of God. Well, to recognize that. Or, St. Paul, who calls the early Christian community to respond to the vocation that they have to live a holy life. Not to continue in the immorality of the pagans, but to respond to God in, with purity, with sincerity, with heartfelt love. Yeah. To live a life where they glorify God in their bodies. The same call is for us today, for you, for me. Yeah. To strive to live in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. To be able to say with the psalmist here, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. See, the vocation is a calling from God to live on a holiness of life, no matter what our state or particular vocation might be, whether it's the priesthood or the diaconate or married life or single life, whether it's to, to do great missionary work or, or simply to transmit the faith to my children as they grow so that they can continue to give glory to God in their lives. 
John was standing there and saw Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God. And he was the instrument for which Andrew and the other disciple, probably John the Evangelist, followed Jesus. What are you looking for, Jesus said. Lord, where do you stay? Come and see. That's the call. Come and see what I'm calling you to. Come and see what the will of the Father is for you. Come and see what is that which you were made for. Come and see. And they went and they saw, and then Andrew became an instrument for Peter. Andrew believed because John said, John the Baptist, behold the Lamb of God. And then immediately he went and told Peter, we found the Messiah, which Peter will later profess as the Son of God, and be named by Jesus as the rock upon whom he would build his church, his vocation to be the first pope, which would be continued down through the ages, and an unbreakable line, because God would protect his church throughout all time, calling men and women, no, to do his will. God is calling you today. He wants you to hear his voice and not get caught up in the noise of the world, even the noise that happens sometimes within the church itself, between liberals and conservatives and everybody with their own ideas and everything. And the Lord is calling all of us to serve him, to love him, to give his love to those around us in whatever state, in whatever place, wherever we are, for as long as we can. That's our vocation, to be instruments of God's love for others, to allow him to reach the hearts of those around us because he fills our heart with his own love. Do you hear his voice? Do you really recognize that he is calling you? Do I? How often do we we not hear him because we're so full of ourselves, we're so full of the world's noise and the things around us that we don't pay attention to his simple implication in your married life. He's calling you to love your wife or your husband in a way that, well, that he would. To obey your parents as children, to honor and respect them. Well, to love your neighbor, not only as yourself, but as he loved you. You are called just as much as anyone else to be an instrument of God's love in this world for the good of others. And so we have to ask ourselves how we answer that. Do we answer, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And they went and they saw and they stayed with him. Sometimes we're so busy judging each other that we, we don't hear the voice of God wanting us to help each other, to love each other, to share with each other, to bring him to the world. So it's God to give us that grace, to hear his voice in our own life. John the Baptist said these words, Behold the Lamb of God. In a few moments, I'm going to say the same words. When I lift up the Eucharist after the consecration, behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. 
I mean, if you're truly Catholic and truly believe, you know that at that moment it's Jesus himself who's on the altar, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, who's calling you to come to him. No. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lord. Called. No. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and my soul will be healed. Let's ask God to help us to hear his call today in the Eucharist, to come to him, to die to ourselves, to seek to live for the glory of God and the good of others. The only way we're going to make this world better is if we die to our own pride and our own selfishness and our own egoism and love God and love others the way he loved us. Everything else is all just talk. Let's ask God to give us the grace to hear his voice and to respond. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.